Morning! We just started. <laughs> we just started the road of the Shires. Ewan, do you have any words to say? Uh, I don't know what I'm doing here. Believe it or not, after a ooh, nearly three months gap, finally back with another episode of Here's What You Could Have Run. I'd like to say in the intervening time, I spent it training hard for future races, but mostly I've been hardly training, has suffered a few injuries. Seems like runners have been split into two categories this year, those who have really cracked on with the training and those that haven't for either laziness or other issues. I've definitely been in the other issues category. Managed to tear my calf, three weeks off, and then the typical thing of coming back way too quickly and buggering up the knee and another week off. So, yeah, it's not been the ideal training for a start of a, a year. We've got a few ultras booked for me. And the first of those I'm about to cover in a minute, which is the Rose of the Shires uh, 54 miler by Go Beyond Ultra. It's a relatively new event. It's in the second year they've held it, and it's uh, it's definitely a good one. So I'm hoping it stays around. Go beyond. Always put on good events. They do shires and spires, country to capitals, and ones like that. And this definitely fits in there as a, a decent length ultra with a great course and really well organised. Unfortunately for me, I sort of towed the start line, having well, my longest training run this year has been 26 miles had a marathon that was unfortunately uh, delayed from last Easter, which is good that I managed to get a race in as a warm-up to this one, but unfortunately it was on Easter Monday, so four days before my 54-miler, I was doing a marathon, which was my longest run since, I think, December of the previous year, so I've done a, a very good reverse taper for these events, going from I think February I barely covered 50 miles due to injury and then did 54 miles in a single day for a race and I've got potentially still got the 10th path 100 coming up in about another month. So yeah, other podcasts I've been listening to recently have gone on about the importance of the taper, building up your mileage and then dropping it back down and I've kind of been going the other way with this, going from zero to 54 miles in a few weeks. I wouldn't recommend it and it's certainly uh it's not a pretty way of doing it but it did get me around the race the best bit about the race was a run it with two of my mates from lakeside runners that's john and ewan who you've heard from before we'll be speaking to them shortly we've also got a few snippets of audio that recorded on the race a few less than i planned because as you'll hear we got a bit split up over the course of the race but that often happens with ultras Elsewhere in running, we've had a slow return to events. Junior park runs just restarted. And the main adult park runs due to start back shortly. But it does seem like things are starting to get back to normal to some extent, which is good. The races that are going ahead are still having various COVID restrictions, etc., but seem to be uh, all working safely. And more recently, the Milton Keynes Marathon, which was due to go ahead in May, was unfortunately quite last minute delayed, and that's now in June, might be July, you'll have to check the website. 
but yeah, that's a shame because I'm really looking forward to that race. And it's now a bit of a clash with a local ultra. So it looks like I might have a 35 mile ultra on a Saturday in a marathon on the Sunday coming up over the summer. So yeah, again, my uh, racing strategy and training seems to be a bit sporadic. But enough faffing, let's talk to John and Ewan. <laughs> Right, with me now is uh, John and Ewan. They're both returning to the podcast. <coughs> Ewan was a very, very first interview for London Marathon back in episode one. And John was on talking about, oh, was it Shires and Spires? Country to yeah, Capital. Was that memorable? Was that memorable? It was that memorable. It. Country to Capital. Neither can I. <laughs> one of them. You were on the last podcast we did back in January that all went quiet because there was no races, so. So yeah, this podcast is exciting because we've all actually had a race outside that wasn't virtual with real people. So welcome back, guys, and uh, nice to see you again. So for you, um, yes, people can't remember, your previously you did London Marathon and you did a 35-mile ultra year before last. Yeah, year before last, it was the and Green so Sands you Bridge. you decided that you would sign up for Rose of Shire's 54-miler why um because i was talked into it by someone <laughs> called mark and someone called john who That's said it was a really good idea and a good progression and i think another another person who you probably have an interview called chris brookham as well oh, he's also been on now yeah <laughs> you've not got many mates mark really, no, really i got many well, well, i've only got three mates from my mouth <laughs> I don't like my so yeah, they, they thought it was a good idea and I don't know, I'd seem to go along with it. Fine. And how did you feel signing up to a race? Because it's actually, yeah, it's not a 50, is it? it's 54. So it's a good 20 miles longer than your longest run. Uh, ignorance is bliss. Good. <laughs> so did you have an organised training plan for it or just try and run lots and hope not to die? Uh, I think I ran a lot and thought that that would just do it. We, we had a kind of training plan, but I guess mm. it, uh, I'm not sure how much of a plan it was. That was my plan. I organised that. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it, was very, it was very structured off on you. I'll let you know. Well, that's it. Oh, we've, right, we've, okay. we've done most of this without club runs, haven't we? Because I only came back in yeah. what, last week. So we've been in yeah. the, the rule of twos yeah. for since November-ish or December, <laughs> whenever it kicked in, which hasn't been ideal. And so then, John, you, uh, well, you're still training for the South Downs 100, which keeps getting I've been training off. for it for about 10 years, I think, <laughs> it, feels, it feels like it. It feels like that long ago I signed up for it. I'm kind of beginning to regret it now. Because you were, what was it, maybe June-ish, 2019? Yeah, then November. Even, so November, and now Yeah, June, yeah. Thankfully, it's, it's going ahead, hopefully, this year. Super. So you picked this one as a training run or you picked a tractor to it? We just wanted to see if you could uh, injure you and permanently. <laughs> a bit of everything. Yeah, really, it was a training run. I needed something. I've run, I've run 50 miles a few times, but yeah, I needed to step a bit further. Uh, it's not four miles, isn't much further, but it's quite nice. And four miles, it's 54 miles to Washington as well, which is one of the big aid stations, I think, on South Downs Way. Oh, and in my head, I thought, if I could do this 54 miles in less than 12 hours, in theory, that means I could walk the rest of the South Downs way and probably make it <laughs> the car. So, yeah, that was, that was, that was kind of the, the game plan, really. Possibly 12 right, hours. And you, so. and you knew I'd be chasing you down. Yes. 
Oh, well, I don't know. Technically, I'm not sure whether walking counts as chasing. <laughs> it's, more, it's more stalking. <laughs> well, I, feel, I would say you two had both signed up and then I signed up after you thinking it would be a nice, fun group activity. And yeah, it was for a bit of it, wasn't it? But <laughs> and it all went downhill. So um, for anyone that hasn't done Rose of Shires, because it is only the second year they've managed to hold it, what is it and where is it? Who wants to do that? Uh, I'll, I'll go for it. Who likes a map, yeah. It's a, it's a <laughs> yeah, who likes a map? 54 <laughs> miler, um, which basically goes around Northampton, but uh, sufficiently far away from the centre of Northampton for it to be a trail run. Yeah. And, and also not to be in Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a cellar. <laughs> um, so it's it's a mix. I think it's advertised as 20% roads, 80% trail. Cool. Yeah, it's, it sounds about that, right, doesn't it? With a bit of canal path sort of thrown in there, isn't it? Yeah. So it was a good mix of kind of woodland trails, fields, uh, made tracks and, and roads. But yeah, it was... a. Uh, a nice jaunt for a Saturday. A nice, nice jaunt. It's one big loop as well, isn't it? The logistics are quite nice and easy. You just yeah. park up, pay an extortionate amount to park and then go for a run. Yes, Not something like, like that. Some in the, of the other the ones, like, like say South Down 50, where you finish and realise your car's, you know, 50 miles away. So for anyone that hasn't uh, raced during kind of post-COVID times, What's race day like in the, in the new world that we're getting used to? It was, it was a smaller, it's a small event, wasn't it, this one? So mm. it was, it was kind of just crack on. There weren't, there must have only been just over 100 people. And it was, you know, sort of get out your car, walk to the start line and go when you wanted. I think we must have started probably a little bit late. But yeah, it didn't feel very, didn't feel very mass, there was no mass start, was there? And it was kind of off you go, really. It was quite nice. The no, no pressure the on the were longer because everyone was socially distanced. Oh, yes. I have to admit, I did notice that because when I did it before, it was pre-COVID. And yeah, I was like, this race is amazing. There's no queues. <laughs> Whereas I, I nearly missed I, you guys waiting for a wee. I was, I was waiting two miles and went in the bush. I'm not very sophisticated. <laughs> it's probably I don't, do, I don't do indoor plumbing at Ultras. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are from one of the villages. You still haven't got indoor <clears> plumbing. <throat> there is that. So. <laughs> 109 people finished actually by the way I'll just check the statistics so yeah it's not oh, a nice, huge road nice. and there was a mandatory kit which I suppose for you and especially be the first time you've had a race with mandatory kit so did you studiously study that in advance or just haphazardly throw stuff in a bag the night before uh, uh, no I did I did look at it um, but then uh, I think it was uh, there was a bit of a panic the night before it was like well does my jacket actually count as a waterproof jacket for ultras? Um, luckily, I never got to find out, really. Um, it wasn't some, yes. like, Don A. Cagool you bought from Sports and Soccer, was it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Sports Direct Special. It was, it was a Milton Keynes Council recycling sack, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the old pink ones. Yeah. <laughs> No, so the, the the kit was, I think, pretty standard, wasn't it? It was um, survival blanket, head torch, spare batteries, charge mobile, coat, 
uh, and a bass layer, I think it was. Yeah. And a I, I surprised, but I was surprised by all of it though, because I'm sure at Country to Capital is basically have a head torch, don't get hyperthermia, and off you go. Yeah, I, I did. Same thing to me seem like it was a little bit more sour, which I don't know if they're just yeah, being more. Yeah, I was a bit surprised. Bearing in mind, it's you know it was April, Country to Capital, similar distance, a bit shorter, and that's in middle of winter. I was quite yeah, I was surprised how much yeah. there was. I mean, I noticed that in the course it was quite exposed because. What was the weather like then, John? Oh my goodness, it was freezing, wasn't it? It was really <laughs> cold. I wasn't. I was quite oh, surprised yeah. by it as well. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't nice. It was kind of that horrible where you you never quite warm up. Hands are freezing. I even wore gloves, and that's unlike me. And um, yeah, I didn't wear a massive. I wore like a little vest base layer. I think it'd be a yeah. lot warmer than it was. But no, it was it was a cold, miserable old day, wasn't it? Really, there we wasn't got... a huge amount of rain, but it's just like drizzly. No, all. but yeah, it was an exposed breeze, and then we got snowed on lightly, but at least. Did twice, we get snowed on? Oh, yeah, we had those big flecks of white falling from the sky. Oh, I thought that was damp. I thought that was damp rough. Yeah, maybe you're running so quick <laughs> you didn't notice it. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe it all came down after I finished, you know, and you were still going. Probably. We haven't got to the bit where you pissed off and left us yet. <laughs> so, um, for anyone that's done like some cheering events, they're all really well marked, aren't they? So you just follow it. This wasn't. So, how did you guys find the navigation? I was, I was interested in that actually, you and because I had obviously I did it on my watch. How did you get on? I was thinking, I thought you might have got lost. Well, I, I followed you to well, I followed you two for, to the first checkpoint. Then after you buggered off, I followed Mark. Mm. And then after he disappeared, I was then back to my phone because I had it downloaded oh, on okay. um, uh, GPS OS file. Maps. So, um, but yeah, I think for future reference, I need to get a decent watch. That's, yeah, I think you're right. That's the one thing I learned pretty early on. It does. I, mean, they... um, I was going to say, the old GPS sent us through some private land now. I don't think the GPS was particularly accurate. And we had some Corby local or wherever we were, Mona, as we were running through private land. Really? To get off. Yeah, so I said to him, well, if you want to stop me, you can run after me. And off I went and uh, <laughs> I had a few a few choice words coming in my direction. I didn't like, have yeah, any issues with that. Are you sure you're no, on the right like, course? Yeah, definitely on the right course. This guy was very unimpressed. He was like, oh, this is estate land, this is, and all this stuff. And But yeah, it was. we, we stopped for a couple of seconds to have a less than polite chat to him and then just carried on. Yeah. Well, yeah, you were nearish the front, so we'd have another 50 people behind you to get annoyed at. Yeah, I don't, yeah, the shotguns would have been drawn by the time <laughs> I mean, the last couple came through. It's lucky you I, know, it's fine. I think it'd run out of shotgun <laughs> cartridges by the time <laughs> I came past. He tried like to that. bludgeon you with the end of his shotgun, but um, <laughs> to no avail. Right, so, uh, as we said, we all sort of stayed together to the first A station, then someone buggered off and left us all. Um, but what are the A stations like for in post-COVID times? Like, what do you think of them? I was quite uh, surprised. I was thinking there was there was more there than I thought there'd be, actually. Because I think last yeah. time I did a Go Beyond one, there was just got, like a couple of jelly babies and off you went. Mm. But no, they, were quite, they were quite well stocked, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't until checkpoint three that I found the incredible tof- uh, the incredible fudge yeah, sweets. Oh, they were <laughs> good. Then after that, that then I my, my thoughts of them improved significantly. <laughs> The bananas were pretty good as well, but I had one that was a bit underripe. It's very hard to pair. Yeah, same. To... Was that on the was that on the red was that on the red way? They had a load of unripe bananas. Yeah, I stuck with it for a while, and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna have to eat this now." See <laughs> <laughs> carry it. Yeah, that, I think that ruined me actually. So, in terms of like the race, then, so obviously you and as we said, this is the first time you've gone over sort of thirty-five. 
So how confident were you that you were going to finish? Or how did you, the race develop for you? Were there doubts? Or? Um, I think from the start, I realised that I could, I could finish it in theory. Because I think it, the, the cutoff was 13 and a half hours. So that works out about 15 minute mile pace. So Which, I was yeah, pretty... I mean, yeah, if you've not done ultras before, that sounds slow, doesn't it? If you're a, a marathon runner. But when you start doing big mileage, that, that's still actually not a bad pace to keep up, is it? With all the A yeah. stops and climbing over styles and mm. toilet stops. And then I think when I got... I, I got probably to checkpoint three and which is my usual uh I, I why am i here what am i doing moment um that was when i actually thought oh maybe this isn't quite achievable but uh i'm gonna have to check what distance that was now 22 so miles was, yeah 22.8 miles and after that uh i cheered up after that and then i realized i could do it again um but my original uh, my original timings didn't quite work out because I, I look at my splits now and I realise I slow down quite a bit at the end. I think everyone does though, really, over 50 odd miles. Partly because you've got to navigate more of it because you get more spread out. So yeah. that first, the whole first leg together, we pretty much just followed the people in front, didn't we? Yeah. But um, no, I, I think I was, I was nervous about just getting too tired halfway through and having to drop out. There was never a, there was never a, I'm, as long as I'm feeling okay, I was, I was going to be able to achieve it, I think, for, oh. for those of you who are planning on doing a first ultra. And so uh, how did you finish then? Because we did mention that, uh, we, well, I, I ditched you after John ditched you, but what was your goal time and how did you actually get on in the end then? Uh, my intention was to try and be back for eight, so that would have been 12 hours, yeah. but I finished in 12.52 in the end, so a bit of margin on the cutoffs. <coughs> yeah, that's um, not far but, off though, is it really? Yeah. Uh, and so, I don't know but, what distance you clocked, but I clocked slightly longer than the... Uh, and the, and they're harsh, aren't they? 13 and a half hours is a bit, because I think, what, what century in 50s? Are they 13 hour cutoffs, aren't they? So you're getting so, an yeah. extra half hour, you're getting half an hour to do the extra four miles. So it's yeah. quite it's reasonably it's reasonably tight cut off, I think, compared to compared to some others. So you did well if, to get around it. If you'd said that before I did this, then I would have thought you were joking, but actually that <laughs> No, it's that's true, quite no, I true. I, I, it does I does I, compared to yeah, compared to the 13 hours at Centurion, I suppose it does feel a bit tight. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I yeah, there's a lot of stuff to break your kind of progress, isn't it? There seems to be constant gates you're climbing over and stuff I got like that. So. I got stuck in a field just before the last checkpoint <laughs> I got stuck in a field because there was a cow and a calf right next to the um the style oh. coming out and they wouldn't they wouldn't move and there was a shouting fuck off cow get out of the way and they just wouldn't move so I was standing there in a field for five at least five minutes waiting for them to get out of the way and eventually they swarmed in. <laughs> Jesus. You don't get that London marathon do you? You don't no you don't. So uh, I think the the thing was, was the final hill just before the finish. Oh, was, God. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I remembered that from last year, but I still was a bit like, oh, Jesus. It just that, went on and on and on. And I think, it was, about, I think it was at least 
75 meters of climb. Yeah, about about 52 yeah, miles of that, isn't it? And it just goes on and it's just featureless climb. Yeah. Thankfully for me, it got dark at the bottom, so I couldn't. I could only see the lights in the distance. So I didn't see what I had to do in the middle of it. Did you actually have to bring your head torch out then? I did. Yeah, I finished with my head torch on, so I looked like a pretty hardcore. True. <laughs> I just finished in the dust, looking like I'd got lost and missed. You went the, the wrong way, didn't you? It, was like, <laughs> I, I, it felt a bit like Gary Robbins in the bathroom. Where you came, I was looking out for you, and he, he came running from the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's on that last section when you come round the roundabout and sort of into the thing. The guy in front just ran through the car park. And I thought, oh, we must have, you know, the latest maps or whatever. I'm sure we went that way last time. So I just followed him. And then, yeah, the guy's yeah. like, yeah, you're going to have to run past the finish line now to be picked up on chip reading <clears> and then come back again. So, That's I mean, I'd, I'd, have story probably you got won, a I'd have won outright had I not done that. Sure. <laughs> if you hadn't got that a quarter of a mile. Yeah, I've got all the difference. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but the winner had gone home four hours ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, even me, the previous year, had gone home an hour and a half earlier. So that's a, a big drop for me. But it, it was quite well noted because even the race director said to me, oh, yeah, Mark went through the car park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It was noticed at the end. I'll have to have a word with him. Sorry. Although he's he a lovely blade and a quote for a brilliant book coming out shortly in august so we should all pay attention to <laughs> so john did you have a target time or just wanted to get around as quickly as you could i wasn't i didn't know yeah i didn't really know because i've done quite a good training so me and you've done quite a lot of training quite a few long runs like back to back long runs so i was training running quite well but equally i've put on a significant amount of weight since this last lockdown so i, was like, I don't know i was even gonna smash it or you know die of a coronary after about 10 miles I wasn't really bothered. I wanted to say, in my head, I kind of thought about 10 and a half hours, but I would have been happy with less than 12 hours, I think. I mean, yeah, I did it. I think it, was, I think it was almost dead on 11 hours, maybe just like slightly over, like 11 and a few minutes. So I was, yeah, I was happy enough with that. It was just wow. nice to get around. And the, the legs hadn't fallen off either. So, you know, bearing with the South Downs away in mind, I could have yeah. run a couple more miles and that's, that's quite nice. That's a good bit. And yeah, that South Downs way, you'd have a yeah. break then with, in a bit of bite yeah. to eat and you'd be refreshed yeah. for the next well, but I got—I was feeling quite fresh at the top. Coming up that hill, I felt reasonably fresh. And this bloke started oh, running past me up the hill. He said, come on, only a couple of miles to go. So I followed him. I started running up the hill, got to the top of the hill, and I started sprinting. I thought, amazing, I'm, I'm smashing this. And I started running down, finished line. I got it on Strava, and I thought, all right, how fast was that? Must have been a sub-eight-minute mile. And it was 10.55. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, far. It was, I thought I thought I was looking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but just just for the record, you didn't go through the car park, did you? No, no, I, I clearly followed the route because I'm not a moron. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you look so confident the guy in front. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, nicely no. I finished, had a sit had a sit down, cup of tea, maybe another cup of tea. And then just about to go home and I saw Mark finish, you know. It took a while. Direction. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for waiting for me anyway, but yeah. Yeah, that's all right. No, on that last big hill, I was with a sort of few group of people and we were not doing well. So as we got to the bottom of the hill still running, everyone's looking at each other kind of going, God, someone please start walking so I can. Yeah, exactly. And then as soon as you start, they all start walking. And at the top, you get the opposite, don't you? You're like, please don't start running because I'm going, oh no, they started running. Damn it. Bugger, yeah. <laughs> I have to follow you now. 
but yeah, no, it was a good event. I did enjoy it, I have to say. So yeah, I liked. It. I'll do it again. And it's nice route, nice course. Yeah, it is really a nice course, and I think I didn't get lost in the place I got lost the first year. So I'm glad you're getting better. Still couldn't find <laughs> the finish line, but you know. <laughs> now, John, did you take the opportunity to do all your mandatory kit for South Down Hundred, or did you just take no? The ma- no. Oh, I'm not, I don't even know what the mandatory kit is for South Down Hundred <laughs> anyway. I, I can't be that much different from it. I wasn't very good at kit. I, I didn't get my kit ready till about half past nine the night before, and I used a um, kind of race vest I've never used before, bottles I've never used before. Uh, I just threw a load of stuff in the bag. I didn't have any snacks. I did a Tesco shop. I wanted some nuts. I wanted some little packets of nuts from yeah. Tesco's, and they, 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 oh, I wanted like these really small ones. I ordered them, and they came as a substitute for like two hundred gram ones. I thought <laughs> I can't bring them. I can't put them in the bag. Like so basically, I turned pack. up. I, yeah, it was like that. I turned up with a couple of mini packs of start of um, what, what do you call it, Haribo, and I hope for the best at the hay stations. And luckily, they were reasonably well packed. And oh, and I, what else did I have? A little uh, muffin. That was quite nice. So yeah. I wasn't very organized. I'm not very organized. I was going to say, because, yeah, some people would have taken that as a very uh, dry run for the 100, wouldn't they, carried all the gear. Some people Sorry. are more sensible to me. Should, should I have done then? You can give that a missed opportunity. Well, it is worth doing a run with all the okay. gear for the 100. It probably doesn't yeah. need to be a 50, does it? And you've got... I like, the, surpri- I like the surprise. In between. Yeah, the surprise of finding... Lap of, yeah. Should we do a double lap of our normal run this weekend so you can try it out, John? Yeah, I'm up for the night. No, we can't this weekend because I think I'm pretty much in the pub all weekend <laughs> <laughs> as, as they're open again. And the other thing, obviously, you must have done a long run the day after the race to make the most of the training benefit, John. Again, no. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I did think about having a run. I've, I've, my legs are fine. I meant to have a little run yesterday, but for some reason I couldn't. And then today, I meant to, but for some reason I got my daughter's football, so I couldn't. But yeah, legs right. are fine. I, I'll, I'll start. I might start long runs again at some point this weekend. I suppose. You're... Yeah. Yeah, you've done a few fifties. You kind of know what you're doing. Whereas, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not by yeah. far. I think my yeah, I think I'll be all right, really. And how was you and the, the day after? In fact, how were you that night? Because I felt terrible that night. Hmm. I felt I did. it took me ages to get warm again. Yeah, actually. <laughs> um, and then the next the next day, I, I was surprisingly unbroken. Yeah. Uh, I was expecting to be more. Uh, you know, stairs was still a problem. Did you have but to crawl up them or could you walk up them? Uh, I could walk up them, but very slowly. Uh, you beat me then. I was crawling up the stairs. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but, but but the the only difference between this and the Green Sands Ridge this year was that I didn't have air conditioned shoes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So <laughs> my my attempt to the Green Sands Ridge was in a pair of trainers that had more holes than than trainer. And uh, that I, I learned that that lets in sand and stones quite easily. So the two so, lessons here is don't wear a completely new kit like John, but also don't wear a kit so knackered. Don't wear your old granddad's kit. Holier than the Pope. <laughs> so, so this this time I actually had a pair of semi-nude trainers. Which semi-nude? To... <laughs> no, those are your white ones. What you said? Well, those are your white trainers. <laughs> But yeah, on the subject of shoes, then obviously we had a bit of a debate before and who went for trail shoes and who went for road shoes. I did, yeah. I went, I went for trail shoes. My feet were destroyed actually afterwards. Mm. So I'm not sure whether it was the right, the right decision, but I don't know. It was muddy to start with, wasn't it? It started off muddy yeah. and it was all dry afterwards. So it was, either, it was either my dirty trail shoes or my lovely shiny white Nike road <laughs> shoes. So I didn't want to, you know, 
but I didn't want to get the Daz out, so I thought I'll go with the old trail shoes. Yeah, I, mean, I think you could have got so. away with road shoes, couldn't you? I think. Yeah, you, you, you definitely would have done, yeah. Yeah, but if it had rained, there were some sections of it which would have just been hideous. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, so, if, yeah. You'd want trail, wouldn't you, if it was rainy? Yeah, there, there was a bit, um, I think, three <clears> quarters <throat> of the way through where you ran down the side of a, it was like a river on one side, and the horses had just been down the track yeah, yeah. and it was yeah. really rutted. If that had rained, then that would have been hideous. I think that's what destroyed my feet. It was all the rutting with... Um, <laughs> what were you really getting up to? The heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rutting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went you you went feet across the finish line and you stopped off for a bit of rutting. Well, it was a good day out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But no, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, we've had a lot of wet weather, haven't we? So it had been churned that and then dried. So there were some bits you were just like... I just want a flat bit of mud to run on. I definitely bashed a few toenails up. So, you and any advice for people stepping up the distance then to 50? Other than don't, obviously. <laughs> um, I think it, for me, it was having done 30 or, or thereabouts, it, it, it was more a case of just constant forward keep going forwards, keep, you know, just keep going and bite it off in small chunks, look forward to the next aid station and then just keep, just keep going. I think that, that was, that was what got me through it. Um, and I think 30 to 50 is quite achievable if you've put in quite a fair few miles in the month before. So I think I, you know, with John, John and I and you had obviously been running quite a bit in three months in the run up to it. Well, well, certainly yeah. John and I had. I'm you not sure you did had. better than my uh, somewhat Mark injured run-up, yeah. He's done about 70 your... miles in the lead-up. <laughs> <laughs> what was your longest runs in the lead-up then this year? You uh, did 20 miles, didn't you, in one day? I did 20 miles, yeah, with uh, eight miles the night before, so... Yeah, and I think mine would have been about 19 and 16, like 16 on a Saturday, oh, 19 on the Sunday. So, yeah, not bad. The best I've ever... In all honesty, the best run training I've done. Somehow, I've got a stony weight since Christmas. <laughs> An important safety announcement for anyone. Oh, he's got on mute because he can see it's coming. If you had just had a COVID vaccine the, uh, the day before <laughs> one of your long runs, would it be a good idea to still go out and try and do your long run? What do you say, you? Uh, yeah, I thought it was a good... I thought it was a... As long as your run is 14 miles, that's fine. <laughs> How long should it have been? It wasn't even 14, was it? I don't think... <laughs> he started... Win Honestly, he started. He says he got to 14 and stopped like that, but he started whinging at about six miles. <laughs> I had to leave him in the end. I had to leave him by the side of a road on an old skanky mattress, waiting for his <laughs> wife to pick him up. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think um, in terms of training, yeah, if you're going to have a COVID vaccine, maybe take a day off before oh, going on your run. It's very topical, this, uh, this training advice, isn't it? I did, although I have to say, I think now, I think I got away really lightly with the side effects compared to other people. <laughs> Being picked up by your wife because you can't complete a 16 or 18 mile run or whatever it was is, is minor compared to the people who spent a lot of time in bed the week after. True, but you, you are still psychologically scarred from being abandoned by your running friend like an old mattress, aren't you? 
there's, you know, there must be some kind of understanding that if you if you behave like that, you deserve to be left on a mattress. You just got discarded on the side of a road, like an old mattress. I was hoping for some more supportive people to, to go running with. But... You, know, you know the wrong yeah. people. <laughs> you have to join that green club. Yeah, exactly. I think they've got a welfare officer and everything. Exactly. <laughs> and John, any advice for people as well as you're the more experienced 50 miler? Just go. You just put one foot in front of the other, really. Just don't think about it, I think, is the, is the easiest one. The only thing I do on 50s is I break it, just break it down into laps of 10. So I think in my head, because I've done Wendover Woods a few times, I always think, yeah, I'll break it down. I'm on, you know, I'm on, once you get around to 30 miles, I think, right, I'm on my penultimate lap now. And then get around to 40 and think, oh, that's it, you know, last lap, nearly there. And it helps break it down a little bit. I think 10 miles are quite nice chunks to, to think oh, about. It's quite, ten, it's, quite a, it's quite a tangible amount of miles. Everyone knows what it's like to run 10. So, yeah, and don't don't cry and try not to get stomped by a cow in a field. <laughs> <laughs> or chased by a local. You're an older fan. We didn't get any of that. I think I got chased by a, lo- chased by a local, ag- looked at by an aggressive cow. <laughs> Did you say <laughs> so you cried? I said, don't cry. Oh, right. I might have been. There might have been some tears coming up that last year. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> And in terms of like recovery, then uh, have you either of you run yet since? So the race was Saturday, it's now no, Wednesday. No. But not because I don't want to, just because I'm not, if I'm honest, I've not had time really. Oh. Been quite busy. No, I haven't run yet. I have, I've gone out walking, but that's about as fast as I've got in terms oh. of moving from A to B. Have you been out running? I've done two actually. I've, I've done more running post that than I think I did the whole of February. Because <laughs> I had a very bad February, so it's not hard. I did see you out. Yeah, I did see you out on Strava. I thought that's yeah, no. yeah, coming coming back from injury. You come back from injury. You run a marathon, then a fifty-four mile ultra. Don't take a day off, and then run what about 30, 40 miles this week? Yeah, you want I me to book in? Shall I? Shall, <laughs> should we mention Rudy, our local physio, and I'll book you in now? He's very good. Yeah, I'll give, a, I'll give him a call. Book you in for mid-April. No, I think I'm finally over my injuries and back to being semi well. Physically fit, if, anyway. if unfit, I would say. I've still got the spectre of potentially 10 paths coming up. So, But speaking of which, what is your next challenge then, Euron? Or have you retired? Uh, no, my next challenge, I think, is going to be Green Sands again. Because uh, I enjoyed is... that one too. I think I've realised that I enjoy anything over 26.2 miles more than I enjoy marathons so oh, okay. wasn't it just amazing company that you have for green sands that made you enjoy it well this is yeah, why he didn't I'm, run the most of it with us <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is why i'm doing green sands again is uh just to, to check whether it was the company oh or yeah not. Exactly. so i don't have to hang around with you this time i can leave you if i want to no i intend <laughs> on winning it good <laughs> i don't know what the winning time is but it's probably quite sharp so yeah, I, I think there's the. I wouldn't put any money on me winning it. I wouldn't have thought. Oh, but no, I believe in you, you, and you can do it. Go out at that pace. Work out what a pace <laughs> is, and do the first five miles at that winning pace. But the the you problem can, is, I just hold on. You know the bit where you uh, cross the A6 um, mm. into Bedford. There's that big lay-by there. I'll run past and see a mattress. And then <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be my undoing. And I start, you find a nice dog in mattress, and that'll be it. You'll have, a, you'll have a lie on that and get your wife to pick you up again. <laughs> oh, dear. 
And John, have you got anything between now and South Downs as a I'm, my, my biggest challenge is I'm, I'm going to get you to sign up for hundred miler. Yeah, that that'll be the challenge. But other than that, I've got nothing. I don't know. It's weird though, isn't it? Because there's so many things that kind of pop in and out of the diary. I'm not entirely sure. I thought I was running Milton Keynes, and I was going to do a nice run up in the lakes. And I think one's mm. been postponed, and the others, yeah, the others, I've put off myself because we couldn't get accommodation. So I don't think I've got anything to do South Downs, which is a bit of a shame, really. So a couple of long runs locally. I think probably if not you're interested many. in model training for the Thames past. Well, it's probably not a bad idea to get some training. I should try that at some point. <laughs> but yeah, I know we were chatting earlier, actually. And uh, yeah, you and Dwight are very keenly in sign up for the 100. It's a great idea. And they're going to buy we'll a well, he's got, he, as, as you pointed out, he's got UTMB points now. So um, I think we'll all, get in the, we'll all get in the ballot in December and see how we get on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mark, me and you won't get in, and you and will get in. We'll go crew for him, drink no, I would stay on the, the pub the and King to just watch the tracker. <laughs> I know, I think I'll, I'm, up, I'm up for a few a, bit, a few crepes and uh, a couple of Cronenbergs. As long as I'm sticking at the tab because it's quite pricey. The thing mm. is, I, I'm a bit worried because I, I do have previous formal ballots, so it would probably be yeah. just. So you might get in, but we'll yeah. do it then. Yeah, no, I, I also find this a balance you don't want to win that you tend to win and then you <laughs> wonder if you really won after all or not. <laughs> you end up yeah, running I'm a long in, way I'm down the canal. I'm in the ballot for a weird Spanish race and I really don't want to get in, so I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> Quality. Are you also in the ballot for this weird Spanish race, Mark? No, I haven't been in for that, doesn't. actually. Not that you know of. Not that I know of. <laughs> 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 you know, I haven't put in for that. No, I've got, I've got a few other races later this year, some of which I'm not that keen on doing, but that's that's the wonder of racing at the minute, isn't it? Stuff pops up mm. where you didn't expect it to be and, yeah, delayed stuff that you didn't even expect to start. So, yep. Cool. Well, thank you very much for coming on and, uh, yeah, best of luck for the rest of the year. Thanks to the guys for coming on there. I hope you enjoyed listening to that. And if you want to hear a few snippets, as I said, of uh, sound recordings that I took during the Ultra, then they'll be coming up shortly. And you can listen to a fairly upbeat me gradually get more morose and miserable over the course of 54 miles. It was uh, definitely a hard way to get an Ultra in, but I'm glad I finished. If there's any other races you want to see featured, then drop me a message. Hopefully talking about South Downs Way 50, which is Centurion's first event of the year due to start next weekend. Hope to speak to someone about that. And on a shameless plug note, then my second book is due out in August, which is kind of a guide to ultra running recount of some of my races. So I'll let you all know when that's available for pre-order. It should be on Amazon. Once again, it's published by Sandstone Press, who did the first book. If you Google One Night Duck or Sandstone Press, you should find it there. Morning! We just started. <laughs> we just started the Road of the Shires. Ewan, do you have any words to say? Uh, I don't know what I'm doing here. Where, what's the longest you've run before? 34. And how far are we running today? 54. Is that further? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a lot further, you'll be fine. How's training gone? Uh, really good, I'm feeling on top of the world. Good, I like that. Right, and then over here we have John who's going to win. Hello! How are you feeling, John? 
I'm alright. I've got a stone since Christmas. <laughs> so training's not gone brilliantly. You are looking quite lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> but so am I, so. So anyway, John's running this as training for a hundred miler. So if we knock this out today, do about another 20 tomorrow, yeah? Yeah, yeah that's that good. <laughs> and we're gonna have a lovely day in the uh, lack of sunshine. So see how we get on. Say hello. Hello. How you doing? Good. Are we at mile, so mile 10 -ish? Mile 9-ish. 9-ish, first aid station. <laughs> yeah, and we made it so far. Yes. And we could ask how John's doing, but we can't because he's fucked off. He's gone for the winning. So, he stuck with us to the first aid station and then sodded off. So, but yes, doing all right. Stopped raining. Got a bit warmer. Oh, and camera time. Camera time. Um... 20 something miles done, 30 something left. Uh, warmed up a bit, then it started to snow. Now it's warmed up a bit again. Great weather. Uh, still lost John. And latest update, they've also lost Ewan. He hung around at checkpoint two. He's somewhere behind. So he might catch me up, who knows. But yeah, going all right. And I keep seeing all the bits where I got lost last time I ran this event, so. It's good not to get lost this time. But yeah, taking it a lot easier. I think 20 miles in about three and a half hours, something like that. And that's about it. Oh, I got chased by a little lamb. That's very exciting. I like my race so far. He beat me, or she beat me. The lamb's male or female? They beat me. So yeah, keep going. Speak later. Just over well fair bit over halfway now 24 and a bit miles left I managed to find a shop so I've had a cider and some sort of off-brand calippo that wasn't too bad so worth celebrating still not caught John he's probably flying because I'm dying and still not being caught by Ewan although to be honest a bit through Salty Forest was a bit random so I couldn't guarantee he didn't pass me at some point during that. Bit of a diversion with tree works and falling down trees and whatnot. But yeah, it's going all right. My heart rate is really low because from the waist up, I am perfect. All that core work's done well and I'm brilliant from there. Uh, the rest of me isn't so good. The legs just don't have the mileage in them this year. I think I'm probably on maybe 300 for the year. So 50 miles in one go is a pretty big chunk. But we're going to keep going. 24.7 left. And I think, oh, a message from John just popped up. He's done 31 miles. So he's not a million miles ahead. Who knows? If you get stuck in the cattle grid or width restriction, which is quite likely, then I might catch him. Just left the plant for a station. 16 miles left. So still trucking on. Gonna finish now, mostly because it's easy to finish and drop. But it won't be a quick 16 miles, I don't think. But 
It's all good practice, isn't it? And that's what we come out for. Oh, and I've had a lot of bananas, that's very good. Although one's not really ripe and took a lot of peeling, which was annoying. Well, we've got about 10 miles left, I think. Just done a big point in his dog leg around a river tributary to get to a bridge, which I think in hindsight we didn't need to do. But at least we are following the proper race route. We're now on the right side of the M1 and bring it in slowly. There's a lot of people following me because they seem to think I know where I'm going. Never a good idea. <coughs> Nearly 50 miles done, four and a half left. Definitely in death march mode. Legs are just so heavy. Every time we get a bit of a spur on, to get to a stile or a gate and it's hard to keep going so from memory we've got fairly good roads from there so I might start walking running before you slip right I've just finished and Fucking John was up, waiting for me how'd you get on better than, better than you Mark I'm freezing waiting for you Fine. really cold what it's time good. you get 11 10 did you like good. it yeah I enjoyed it I tried to oh. I thought I sprinted the last bit I thought I was going for it looks at my watch it was in the 11 minute oh. mile <laughs> I couldn't oh. get any pace no that's good though oh, yeah. <coughs> well done nice one, yeah, and I got some other time right I need a beer so I'm going see you later <coughs> game over